0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Doing all right? I trust so. Bless your heart. Hope everything's all right at your house. And if some of you who are listening have struck a rough day, remember, our Lord says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He's with you. He hasn't brought you this far to dump you now. So look up and trust him. Say, Lord, see me through this one. He will. Hallelujah for that. Our God is faithful. Great is thy faithfulness, is what they say of our God. And we can say amen to that. Last time we got together, we got into this subject of feeding on the word of God as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that she may grow thereby. Now, you know, you can't grow in God's word until you're alive. I, uh, that may be self-evident, and some of you may say, "'Come on, Brother Cook, get going.' We know that. Well, some who are listening may never have realized this. I know that I'm speaking to people who are quite sincere in that you take the time to listen to a religious broadcast." but you have never yet committed yourself absolutely to Jesus Christ as your Lord, and thus as your Savior. And that has to happen before you can do much growing in the Word of God. It has been my sad experience to meet with people through the years who were versed well in the Bible, but who were spiritually dead. And great gaping flaws in their character, and oftentimes in their morals gave evidence of the fact that while they knew about the Bible and they were well-versed in the, uh, the the words of it, they had never really been made alive through the work of the Holy Spirit of God in what the Bible calls the new birth. Would you give thought to that? Are you sure, beloved, that you know the Lord Jesus and that you're alive in him? If so, you can indeed start thinking about growing through feeding on the word of God. How sweet are thy words to my mouth, yea, sweeter than honey in the honeycomb. The word of God. God says so, so sadly, wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. God says through Jeremiah, I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Ezekiel says, I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be, there shall they be in a good fold, and a good pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. Jesus said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world, feeding on the word of God. How do you get at this? Number one, make sure you're spiritually alive. Number, number two, read God's word. Doctor Walter L. Wilson, who was my dear friend through the years, I owe him a great deal because while I was still in college, uh, I invited him to speak at a at a college function where I was the master of ceremonies and had opportunity to choose the speaker. So I invited the good doctor to come and speak to us, which he did. And I happened to have with me my date, a little Norwegian girl whose first name was Corrine. I introduced uh, him to her. And later on aside, the side, I said, well, what do you think of Corrine? He said, you better marry that girl. She will be good for you. <laughs> so I did. And we've had 52 years together. Great. So when I get to heaven, I'll have to look up the good doctor and thank him for that good advice. But one of the things I remember that he said oftentimes uh, concerning the Word of God, he would say in his whimsical fashion, why, he said, do you know the purpose of the Bible? Do you know uh, what you are supposed to do with it? And uh, then he would stop, you know, for effect. And then he would say, look in the fly leaf of your Bible. And you'll find that it says, appointed to be read. He he would say, you are supposed to read the Bible. Well, of course, everybody would know that, but they would all chuckle at this obvious reference uh, from a, a source that they didn't expect. Read your your Bible. Now, it's amazing to me how many people don't read the Word of God regularly. It's so easy to neglect, of course. God isn't bothering you about it. He doesn't come and tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, you forgot to read your Bible today. But your relationship with your Lord really needs to be in the nature of a love affair. You know, when you're in love, you can't, just, you can't, you can't wait to get a letter from the one whom you love if you're separated. And you open it eagerly and devour every word. Oh, I think our relationship with the Bible must be proportional to whether or not we love our Lord and and have him on our minds as well as in our hearts. God is not in all his thoughts. The uh, psalmist says of the, the foolish atheist, God is not in all his thoughts. Thought lessness about God and his word leads to emptiness of soul so you need to read god's word start start in on on a book that uh, that is fairly uh, easy if you're if you're a new christian start in with the gospel of john or the gospel of mark uh, start in with uh, maybe the book of romans or whatever Leave leave, uh, leave Leviticus and, and Deuteronomy for a little later on. Read sometimes from the Psalms because they are the prayers of people who walk close with God. And I find great blessing for my own self in praying the Psalms back to God. Uh, talking to God in the language of the psalmist, it, it begins to open my own heart as I do that. Read God's word and pray over it. That's the, that's the next thing. Now, what else? Meditate on the Word of God. The uh, first Psalm said Blessed is the man that uh, walketh not in the uh, way of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night word meditate in the bible is related to our english word ruminate or chew the cud you chew it over after you've read it you say what does this say to me what does this say to me what really is god saying to my own heart and you think it over and you pray about it. Say, Lord, teach me something from this this passage so that it gets to my own heart and life. Meditate, chew it over, think it over, pray over it. And then it's helpful to me, and I got this idea from uh, Stephen Alford many years ago, <clears throat> dear man of God who still delights our souls with his tremendous biblical preaching. For many years, the distinguished pastor of Calvary Baptist Church in New York City. Many of you remember him in that context, I know. Well, I first met him back in the early 1940s on his first visit to the United States. We brought him over uh, to uh, preach around here and there in Youth for Christ rallies. And I got to be good friends with our brother Alfred at that time. I remember asking him then, how do you maintain your own soul you're on the road a lot you're busy how how do you maintain your own soul how do you feed on the word of god and he gave me a little formula which I later included in uh, the things I wrote uh, for example in the book that uh, Moody Press puts out now that I believe that's gone over a million copies now by god's grace i put it in there uh, but i've applied it to my own life more importantly he said read a passage whether it's a few verses or a chapter stick with any given passage until it says something to you and he added a caveat there for preachers don't just outline it for a sermon but let it say something to your own heart stick with any given passage until it says something to you second write it down for if you can't write it you haven't got it any school teacher knows that second write it down third pray it back to God until your heart is warm and tender with the truth that God has given you. Third, pray it back to God until your heart is warm and tender with the truth. Fourth, share it with someone that very day as soon as you can. Share it with with someone as soon as you can. Those are the four things that Dr. Stephen Alford told me back in the 1940s. And I found that they work very well, beloved. You and I must feed on the word of God or we'll starve our souls. And the way to do it is to read it, meditate on it, pray over it, write it down, pray it back to God, and then share it with someone else. Why share with someone else? Why do you put that in, preacher? Because when you share what God has given you, it reinforces the truth in your own soul. It reinforces the truth in your own soul when you share it. Incidentally. The best kind of communication is sharing something fresh from God. Don't you agree? The best kind of communication between one human being and another is sharing something fresh from God. I've found that people appreciate that more than anything else that I could do. During the years that I served as president of the college, people would come into the office for one reason or another, and then uh, when we had taken care of the business at hand, I'd say, "Let me share with you something God gave me today." And oftentimes their eyes would fill with tears, and there would be a, there would be a, of, just a surge of appreciation, and spiritual enjoyment over something God had dropped into their lives. Make a habit of doing that, would you, beloved? You can be such a blessing to other people, and at the same time, it will reinforce. The process will reinforce. God's truth in your own life. And for you, those of you who are busy and on the road, there's no better way to keep fresh in your ministry. I can remember days when I would have seven, eight, ten meetings, just running from one meeting to another. And the only thing that would keep me going was, would be that early in the morning I had gotten something from God that I could share all day long. And it was fresh in each situation, and God blessed it by His Holy Spirit. Dear pastor, you're busy, evangelist, missionary, Christian leader, principals of, of high schools and grade schools and, and uh, executives, uh, chief executive officers of corporations and all the rest of us, ordinary people on down the, the pecking order. Uh, we're all busy. I know that. But don't be too busy to feed on the word of God. Get something fresh from God and then share it with other people as the time goes by. Is that helpful to you at all? Nourished up, he said, you'll grow if you feed on the word of God, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And in your growing, you'll help other people so very, very much. Father God, today, make us people of the word, filled with the word of God, sharing in the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.